Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the VA Sales Chemical Ballistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome, one and all. Some of you via invitation where applicable. My two church mice, Peter and Paul, every day. Ubiquitous audience, one and all. Together, we continue to go exponentially with your help, and we are doing that. We appreciate that. So, many of you that do join the show, most assuredly, and pleasantly so, I hope, have heard me talk a lot about Tim. Tim has been with us on video and vice versa one time this year, and we're going to start today. So, for the sake of redundancy, I am going to put his bio in the description of today's show and the archival shows. It's there, and it's the path to oneness. In all due respect, check out his About Us page. We want to get Tim right to the subject. So, I exchanged with Tim just a couple of seconds ago how much I'm loving the program and been through the first couple of 25 or so tapes and i discussed with him a couple of them that i enjoy so much so we're going to try to just kind of pick one out of the proverbial hat there's so many and tim's going to continue to come back to expand upon what we don't encompass today so quickly i'm going to welcome my guest tim doyle and tim you know we've tabled the issues i love subconscious and the conscious if you want to go that way in this 20 minutes or the ascension program I think maybe those one and or two would be a great segue for today's 20 minutes. So welcome, Tim Doyle. Thanks, Tim. Bill, uh, thank you for inviting me. I always enjoy <laughs> conversing with you. Uh, I feel like we're, we're brothers. Uh, it's easy to talk. It's in easy. A life. Yeah. In a different life and from a different mother, a subject for another time, as the old saying goes. I think we might have been. Continue. Very easy to exchange information with you and talk with you, Bill. Um, okay, let's talk about the conscious mind, all right? Let's do that. The, the, the conscious mind can only hold one thought at a time. And the purpose of the conscious mind is to validate what it sees. The conscious mind is like a, a recording system. It records everything it sees and it can focus in one thing because the conscious mind is always validating truth. And if it finds a truth, it will validate that it's a true only to the soul now. If it's true to the soul and the soul says, ah, this is true, it files that truth into the subconscious mind. But we're only going to talk about the conscious mind right now. So the conscious mind can only hold one thought at a time. And so the purpose of it is that it records everything it sees. And it, it, um, when it records it, it stores it in the subconscious mind as a memory. And then in, a, in another section. Now, if it's a truth... Then it stores it in another place in the subconscious mind where it's the, the purpose of the soul in this earth spiritual training school is to learn wisdom. What's God? We're here to train as co-creator gods. So wisdom is eventually what the soul must learn um, in all aspects um, in this earth spiritual training school. It has to... Oh, my goodness gracious. There's so, many, <laughs> there's so many things the soul has to do. It has to discipline their emotions. And, and uh, the emotions, it has to discipline them and master them and convert these emotions into God feelings. There's a difference between emotions and feelings. 
And some people believe they're both the same. They're, they interact, oh, emotion or feelings and so forth. No, not true. Emotions have control of the body where feelings are from the heart and mind of God. So um, emotions are like parasites. The soul thinks the emotions are theirs, part of the, the soul, but all the emotions are is they're trying to get to the conscious mind to be converted into a God feeling. And that's a process in itself. So the conscious mind can only focus on one thought at a, at a time, and it can create, the conscious mind has to create, and we can go into the creation process a little bit. You know, we will go into the creation process. And it can create, and it focuses in, and it records everything it sees. So let's go to the creation process. When a soul wants to create something, the, the first thing they get is they get an intention. The intention is what, what it is they want to create and why do they want to create it. Now, are they creating it selfishly or are they creating it lovingly? So it determines whether universal mind will, will manifest their creation if it's not in alignment with the universal law of creation. So the soul first has to have an intention. Then they have to have a feeling. Then they have to visualize what it is that they want to create. Then they have to say the words. So in other words, let's say that um, I want a new house. All right? And why do I want a new house? I have to have an intention. Why do I want a new house? I want a new house. Let's say for I'll take it personally. I want a new house because I need a house to have a green card in China. All right, so I need a house. So my intention is to have a house so I can get a green card. Now that's in harmony with my, what I believe to be is my lifestyle. It's not a selfish thing. It's, it's a selfless thing. So I can do work here in China, work with the Chinese people, and I'll continue my, my education here. So that's my intent. Now I have to have a feeling. How do I feel about this house? How, what kind of a house do I want to have? Do I want a little house? No, I want a beautiful house. So I, I conjure up a feeling to put energy into my next thing is going to be my visualization. All right, I got this feeling I want a beautiful house. So how do I see this house? I see it, oh, I see a big kitchen with big windows, lovely counter spaces, a big living room, a place where I can do my yoga and meditations with a yoga. So I start visualizing how I want to create this, this, this desire of myself. And then when it gets to the point where I feel like I've got all the ingredients, I have the intentions, I have the feeling, I have the vision. Now do I have the resources? I've got the resources. All right. Now I tell the universe, I want to manifest this. I want you to bring me this this dream house that I'm that I'm creating. And then what I do is I start putting out feelers out to the universe. Uh, I might hear my wife say, "Okay, start contacting some realtors. We want we want to have this place up on the 
30th floor and it's got to have a beautiful view and it's got to have this and it's got to have that. And then we just sit and we wait, allowing the universe to synchronize what the, what the universal mind will do. I, I, when I create this creation of the feeling, the intention, the vision, the words and everything, I file that into my subconscious. I, I have created that. It's in my subconscious. Now, universal mind comes along and it says, ah, this soul wants to manifest this. Let's see what his intention is. And another thing, Bill, is important. I have to know that I'm going to manifest this. I, can have, I cannot have any doubt in my mind it's not going to be manifested. I am... Let me just, I'm sorry. Let me interject one thing. And you've said that. You, you, you've said it. You've said it. But just for an audience that might not be familiar with the, the path to oneness approach and the galactic approach, you said, you've said this. That's manifest destiny. Right? That is. We okay, continue. I just want to make sure that everyone in the audience with no aspersions on their comprehension, just in case, just saying the word manifest destiny maybe resonates with them. Okay. Well, what the what universal mind will do, it will work with my subconsciousness and it will ch check my intention, my, my uh, feelings, my desires, my visualization, my words. And if everything's in sync with the law of creation, it will synchronize events to bring that into manifestation um, from, for me. Now, a person will do this every morning. They wake up and they go, I'm hungry. So they have an intention. They want to eat. All right. Then they go into a feeling. What do I feel like eating today? Then they'll go into the visualization process. Do I want eggs? Uh, do I want bacon? Do I want bread? Do I want cake? Do I want cereal? And then when they feel like, ah, the what I want is I want bacon and eggs and toast. That's what I want. And they basically say that and they'll say, oh, I'm, they'll say it out loud. I want bacon. I'm going to have bacon, eggs and toast for breakfast. And then they'll go manifest it. The, the same process they do every day, but they, they don't realize that they go through those, those procedures to manifest what it is by just simply making breakfast or lunch or dinner or meeting with friends. Any event, they go through the conscious mind, goes through this, and the soul will manifest all events in their life. But the key is they have to believe if it's a big manifestations, like they're going for a job interview, or they're seeking a job, or they're building a house, they, they want to buy a car, they have to believe they deserve what it is they're going to manifest. If there's any doubt in the manifestation process, uh, Universal Mind says, here's a soul in training. They're a co-creator God, and they can't believe they cannot manifest this. Universal mind won't synchronize it. They'll, they may give the soul a learning lesson, all right? 
um, to show them that it got rejected because of something. But then the soul has to learn that they have to believe that what it is they're going to create, they deserve it. They have to deserve it. Now, that's, that's when it's a selfless manifestations. If it's a selfish manifestation where someone says, okay, mm, i got to be careful what I say here. Um, if someone is intending to rob a bank, let's take robbing a bank. All right. That's their intention is I want money. I, I, I'm going to rob a bank. I, oh, I can, I can feel a lot of money. I, what bank? Let me visualize what bank I'm going to rob. Oh, I'm going to rob this. Yeah. I'm going to hit that brink. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hit the brink truck when it's unloading at the bank. And then it says, yep, we're going to have a lot of money. Well, universal mind will already know that the intention in the soul is not, even though it has everything else, it believes it deserves the money and so forth, the intention is not in harmony, balance, order, and unity with the law of creation. And so the police will show up and arrest the robber and such and such. All right? It would in the sake of levity, in the sake of levity, you know how much I love to try to be funny and all that kind of stuff. And I know your relation. I know your relationship with the galactic ones and the golden ones. So I want. I'd love to have you kind of in part. And I'm teasing, like when you do use the example for breakfast or whatever. You, do the golden ones unique to yourself? Say now, Tim, you can't have maple syrup and butter on your pancakes. And I tease a little bit, but can you can you accentuate your relationship on how much you do? Not are totally determined what you do by the gods, but how influential they are, even in those minute details when I kid about blueberry uh, dressing with butter or whatever I just said. It's a joke. But can you intimate how powerful your relationships with the gods are that they could say that to you in a jokingly way, if I'm making any sense of it. Yeah. How deep, how, you, how deep it is with you, with their guidance. You, Bill, we have free will. And they will never tell me to do something. All right? They will recommend... There's a reason I, there's a reason I framed the question that way. And thank you so much. You just answered it perfectly. The point that, that you don't have to... They're not going to say, don't put the maple syrup with a pound of butter. You said, that's what I wanted you to say. Thank you. Thank you. They will recommend to me things to do. Like in uh, 1999, they recommend that I take a trip and visit a shaman. So since they recommended it, I did that. And I drank the ayahuasca for five years. And it was, it was the most spiritual thing I did. Then in 2014, they recommended I sell everything and move to China, which I did. And you did. And I did. So what I, I have such a um, rapport with them that I know if they recommend something, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know that if they recommend something, I'm going to be guided, guarded, directed, and protected. And so I just go forth. I just trust that if they tell me to do something, then uh, they're going to, I need it for my learning and to help humanity 
uh, learner lesson and so forth, like with the ayahuasca. So quickly, quickly, because I know we're going to try to keep this at 20 minutes today. Right. So quickly, those of you that have heard the archival shows have definitely heard Tim go into length about the shaman in the Awahashka and um, do check those out archivally. So not to rush Tim or rush this situation, to kind of try to bring those archival shows to a little bit of a crescendo here. Tim's going to come back with us. Those are two magnitude guidance messages like, and you know I'm breaking it down. Hey, you got to go to do this Ayahashka. He heated the call. Hey, you ought to think about moving to China and whatever, or that's where it emanated from, from their guidance. Can you kind of real quickly maybe give two more examples of the many in your life where they've entered even, even the first time, if you want to end it today on the very first time with the golden robes and what have you, maybe that would be a good way to end this session. Well, the first time they visit... Well, did you want to get more in? I don't want to break where you were going. I yeah. have all kinds of time because you want to continue. So no, this, this is good, Bill, to skip around instead of beating a, dead, uh, a horse to death. Um, the first... Oh, I love it. I love it. The first time they uh, I was visited was, um, and uh, I was in meditation, 3.30 in the afternoon, and, I, and my mind's eye opened up like I'm watching television, and a golden light being appeared to me, and it was in 1984, 83, 84, and radiating golden light being. And then in 2012, um, I was in meditation in... Southern New Zealand, and uh, a group of spirit beings, I didn't actually see them, I felt them in my third eye, come to my left, come from the left, left is your spiritual side, right is your physical side, so they came in from the left side, and a group of them, and I said, who are you? And they said, we come to join your meditation. So I said, okay, all right, fine. I thought maybe it was just a one-time deal. And that was in October of 2012. And then in January, three months later, um, they start, They got me up in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, and they told me to go to the computer and start writing. And the first letter I wrote from them, this is whatever comes into your mind, just write it. And so whatever came into my mind, I wrote it. And after reading it, I said, I can't, this is three o'clock in the morning. I says, I can't sign my name to this. How should I sign it? And they said, sign it, the golden ones. So that's the first time I was formally introduced to them, even though they were guiding me in doing kundalini yoga, becoming a metaphysical minister, becoming a Reiki master, having a UFO experiencing, having um, uh, trapped souls visited me so I knew how to handle trapped souls. So all those experiences that I had were all geared up so I could be a spokesperson for them and to help souls in this spiritual training school to overcome challenges in their life and how to, how to ask for assistance. Because this, like I said, it's a free will universe. Your spiritual teachers and guardian angels cannot interfere with you unless you ask for assistance. So if you just sit there and you can say it verbally or 
in your mind, just say, I got this problem. Can you recommend a solution? You don't have to sit there, Bill, and say, oh, Father, Mother, God, oh, great, wonderful creator, God, creator of the universe. You don't have to go through all this. They're like if, friends. And I can joke real quickly. You don't have to say an act of contrition. And Tim and I know what that's imparting to, a little joke, a little joke. Continue, continue. You don't. Uh, there, there's no one. We're all created in the image and likeness of God. There is not one soul more powerful than another soul or one soul less than another soul. We're all equals. And the golden ones were like friends. Even though they've achieved what they've achieved, they're no better than you or me or anybody else. And they treat us, well, they would treat us like we would treat anybody else, a homeless person, Bill, on the street, the same, a very a compassion. They have compassion for us, and they want the best for us. So the last time their teachings were on this planet was over 10,000 years ago. They were teaching in Lemuria. And when Lemuria sunk in the ocean, all their teachings were lost. And at that time, when Lemuria sank, Earth was tra uh, traveled into a third dimension reality when it travels through the Milky Way galaxy. And it went from a fifth dimension vibrational frequency into a third dimension vibrational frequency. And the vibration was too low for the golden ones to stay on Earth. Well, to stay on Earth in a, in a teaching capacity. And then in 21 December 2012, Earth moved back into a fifth dimension reality. And so that's when they start coming back in January of 2012 and visited me and had me start channeling their teachings. So um, I just don't stop and think about it, Bill. I just, I just do what they asked me to do. And again, I'm going to bridge into that because those of you that um, might have not heard the archives or had the great pleasure to know about or Tim, it's just in like 52 years, 1972, and probably before for Tim, it's just the amazing things. He's covered many of them synopsized right now. We've talked, believe it or not, in Tim's five, six appearances over the last year, we really covered quite a few of the subjects, and I love all of it. So maybe segueing out today in move of time, we want to try to keep these a little bit more brief, you know, 20, 20 minutes. So I want to say how much I'm enjoying the program, and this is totally my, no, we don't do that kind of stuff. I feel this from the heart, and I'm vowing it from my heart. I'm enjoying it immensely, and I love changing and exchanging with Tim on here and behind. We've been having a ball. We've been having some fun, and I, I love it. So... Leave us with this for today, Tim. Tim's definitely going to come back. We're going to get Tim on the radio show element. We'll work that out behind. I'd love to have you because that's what I love to do. Please do tell us, and you know how I am with the names, Renuda for sure, and the other young gentleman, I keep wanting to call him David Cross, who is the stand-up comic that's in my head. The two other that I'm aware of, and if there's another one, podcaster other than myself, that's been blessed to be in the membership program and about it. Can you talk about your work with Renuda and the other gentlemen? Because I think it's important to share as many outlets as we can. And most assuredly, my efforts to do so too. So maybe phase out that way, Tim, on 
how the program is going since the revamping. Yeah, well, let me mention about the membership program. Um, Please do. The, the teachings that come from the Golden Ones is the universal truth. And the social media has started to edit and censor my, my teachings. Uh, not my teachings, but the teachings coming from the Golden Ones. So we decided to do a membership program where we can put these teachings on the website in a membership program and have them exclusively to the members. Now, the membership program is $99, but along with that, you, what we do is we put out two teachings a month based on the full moon and the new moon. You'll get those teachings where you can visualize them, um, you can watch them, and an MP3 will come to you on it. Plus, we have a library of over 150 MP3s that are free to download. So you have access to 150 MP3s of all the teachings and then new MP3s coming out and the videos. And then um, you can also have a consultation with me free if you need a consultation. And then we go into detail with the programs of the tools and so forth. But it's basically there to to assist the souls. And not everyone is going to want to join the membership program because not everyone is really concerned about their spiritual development. But if you are sincere about your spiritual development and your love for creation and your love for God um, and you want the truth, these these I don't. We don't record anything unless it's the truth. It comes right from spirit. There's no personal interjection in it. I sit down, right now I sit down in the middle of the night at 2.30 in the morning. I'll sit down and my teachers will channel it. And maybe one or two nights that I, I do a teaching and a recording and uh, we put it up for the website. So it's all channeled information and some of it to me it's like oh my god I, I never thought about it and um new teachings new situations we tell you how to heal your body we're in the golden age there's no need to die you can overcome the birth death rebirth cycle by aligning your your intentions with the the universal law of creation that in every moment, your thoughts, words, and deeds are in harmony, balance, order, and unity with the laws of nature and the oneness of creation for the good of all. So. I love it. And I think that maybe is a great place to leave it for today. Yeah. Jim, if you have any last words of encouragement or whatever, just so we maybe get this one in for sure. Um, I'm going to bid you a day, a good day over there in China, actually a good night. <laughs> And uh, if you want to leave us with one parting thought, why don't we do that? And we'll make arrangements to see everybody next time. So I'm going to let Tim sign off a little bit. I'm going to say my bye-byes right now, and I'll see you all tomorrow. And I'm going to let Tim sign off right now, and Tim and I will talk behind the scenes. And we'll see you probably next month together, Tim and I, again, next month. So, Tim, one last parting word, whatever that may be. Mm. If we could do one good deed for another person that we don't know, that would be opening up your heart to someone, um, compassion to someone else, share your love with someone else. Love it. Let's, 
Share your love with someone else. Love it. Let's all try, let's all target that today. Whether we did that yesterday, even better. Let's all target that today, and let's carry that on, and let's try that for twenty days or thirty days or whenever something. Like forever, that. Bill. Forever, 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 forever. But the next, <laughs> the next opportunity. Yeah, and there's a lot of inside joke going on here right now. So. We're going to leave this, and Tim knows why. I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye-bye for now, and may God bless. Namaste. Again tomorrow. Namaste. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Namaste.